everyone and welcome to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Today I will be chatting with John, the corporate action hero, Davis, and he's going to talk to us about his background and tell us all these cool things that he's doing and how he got to where he is now. Welcome, John. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you. I, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to sharing the story and see if we can help some people awaken their interaction heroes. Awesome. So I know a little bit about your backend story, but my audience and followers do not. So can you start off by telling us why you call yourself the corporate action hero? <laughs> That's a, a great question. When I, uh, the word action means create motion, start momentum, or to do something. The word hero is someone who achieves extraordinary results in service of others. And so the word action hero means someone who is doing things to achieve extraordinary results in service of others. Now, how did I fall into the words action hero originally was I wanted to be a stuntman. I wanted to be a fight director. I wanted to do a very physical job for my life and career. And um, after a traumatic back injury, I, I found ways of um, hacking through my fear responses. And then I went on to become a stuntman, a fight director, and, and uh, a lot of... Uh, various other very physical things. And eventually what I found was that I was helping people uh, break through barriers in their life. So I wanted to find a way to still do the comedy and the, and the whips and the nunchucks and all the cool things I was doing as a stuntman and a, and a comedy guy, but I also wanted to be able to help people. So I created the corporate action hero so that I could go into organizations and help people awaken their action hero, break through their barriers and let go of their self-defeating talk. So would you say it was your accident that pushed you into the corporate action hero? Because had the accident not happened, would you be where you are right now? Yeah, the, the, that it's funny. That was, it was a traumatic time in my life, but it was also the greatest time in my life because uh, after that, let me, well, let me just tell you a little bit about the accident so your audience can, can share a little bit, hear, hear a little bit about that. I was well on the way to becoming a stuntman and a fight director and I uh, was on my way to getting a black belt in Taekwondo and was very much um, a very physical person. When somebody asked me to help him unload a van that was filled with 80 pound boxes of clay. And I went out to his house and I was like, in, in, in those days I had, I had long hair that looked like Fabio and I, I was all big and buff and muscular. Now I'm round and Telly Savalas like, so I get that dome head there. But uh <laughs> Um, so back then it was when he said to help me unload my van that was full of these heavy boxes, I was thinking it was just another workout. And so I got out to his house, I climbed up in there, I picked up the very first box, and I turned to set it outside of the van, and my spine broke in two, and I collapsed. And when it broke in two, they, they had to haul me to the hospital. The doctor says, Mr. Davis, you have a condition known as spina bifida occulta. Basically, what that means is three, three vertebrae right above my pelvis never formed properly at birth. And with the extra 80 pounds and the twisting action, I literally broke my spine in half. Um, he then told me that I would never become a, a, a stuntman, a, a fight director. He said I may never walk again. He said, and even, even if you do walk, you'll never have a physical career. You'll have to have a sedentary job. He was pretty much telling me that if I was got to a point where I was walking, I, was, I would spend a lot of time in a, in a wheelchair anyway. And well, 
Uh, while I was there, a buddy of mine gave me a book called The Tao of Jeet Kune Do by Bruce Lee. And in there, I found a whole bunch of just really profound insights about how to leverage your present moment and how to stay flexible in times of adversity. And as I, as I started just deciding that I was going to create my own experience and not take what the doctor was telling me as what I had to believe, I shifted my, my belief structure and the actions I was taking in the present moment to, I am going to be a stuntman. I am going to be a fight director. And by, by then leveraging that moment and starting to work my way to coming back, I eventually went on to do over 4,000 live comedy sword fighting stunt shows all over the world, including the front lines of both Iraq and Afghanistan on six USO tours. I worked in Hollywood. I worked with movie stars. I, I've climbed Machu Picchu. I climbed Mount Sinai. I've been to 30 countries around the globe. I've done everything I have ever wanted to ever since because I knew I could. And I knew that I, because I had this ability to just say, I get to create my experience and not let somebody else dictate me, to me what my experience is going to be, that I can create anything I want. And I have ever since. And now I, what I do is I teach people how to do that. And I love that. And I just kind of want to pause there for a minute to just let the listeners take that in because it's incredible because the doctors told John one thing, but he believed so much in himself that he did not allow what the doctors were dictating him to be his limitations. He saw past the limitations and he said, you know what? I am going to be a stuntman. I am going to do this. I am. So he had his own I am statements and those I am statements turned into confidence. That confidence led him to breaking barriers and limitations and it probably left the doctors and nurses in awe and amazement because they didn't believe in you, but you believed in yourself and you achieved what you achieved because you took that responsibility in defying the odds and saying, you know what, I could either accept this or I could say, no, thank you and work to get better. And so, wow, the first time I heard your story during the pre-call, it was amazing. But now this time it was phenomenal because it hits differently every time you share, <laughs> you shared it. Well, let me, let me, let me tap into what you said, because you said something perfect and you said it multiple times. You said, I am this, I am, I am, I am, right? Uh, I'm a very spiritual person, but my spirituality is not based in any one religion's thought. I study all spirituality and I find truth in all of it. And in Christianity, Jesus said, whatever you ask in God's name is granted. But Moses said God's name was I am. And so when you say I am anything, you are asking in God's name. And that's my belief. And so when I, I could sit in that bed and I could say I am broken, like the doctor was telling me, or I can say, I am creating a better back. I am getting better. I am becoming a stuntman. And by shifting into that sort of faith. Now, if you really want to look at it from an interesting perspective, Buddha says, what you think you become, you create your world. Krishna said, you are the culmination of your thought. Um, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Uh, and Gandhi says, uh, you must be the change you want to see in the world. And so, Everything that they're all saying is the same thing. We get to create just through our, our belief and our, and, our, and our desire and our goals and, you know, God, universe, whatever you want to call it in your particular faith is giving it to you for what you ask. You know, asking it is given 
is what was promised. So for me, lying in that bed, I had to, to take my I am moments, my present moments, because I am is not I will be or I was, it's I am, right? So yeah. I had to take my I am moments and take certain things out of those moments. And some of the things I took out of those moments was the was certain words. I know, don't say wanting, needing, hoping, or trying any longer, because mm-hmm. none of them are present moment active. You know, I, I am living, I am enjoying, I am creating, I am healing. You know, I am healed is very different from I am wanting, I am needing, I am hoping, I am trying, because they're just not active. They're not creating anything. In fact, they are stating the, the belief, they're stating with faith, the idea that you don't have it right now, or you're not getting it right now, because mm-hmm. you're in want. So let's make that an action, um, a call to action, listeners and followers. Let's take out I am um, instead of saying I am needing, hoping, and trying, just say I am this, this, and this versus just putting those other things there. Because if you're trying, then you may not achieve it. If you're hoping it, it's a thought, but are you manifesting it? And I am wanting, you want to do it, but if you're not taking actions, then you may not get there. So I love how you how you stated that, John, and that was like a call to action to me. So, and I'm going to put it as a call to action for the listeners and the followers. So that's great. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you will not find, you not really understand how much this can change your life until you do it. And because your present moment actions change everything. Even if, even if you just look at the things you say about your life, sometimes the things that we believe are masked in other things. For instance, my grandparents went through the depression so my parents had a, had a lack mentality. So they would say things about, you know, well, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, right? Well, that's the belief that I don't have money or I can't, money's hard to get, right? Once I changed my thoughts around money, money started coming like crazy. Money yeah. changed. Everything changed in my life when I started deciding to believe something new. And that's the key to everything. Take your present moment and find out what you believe about it. And then change what you believe about it to something you want to believe, something you are creating. And next thing you know, you'll start to see it coming into your life. I love that because I do feel like there are people out there who they are conditioned to the product of their environment and who they surround themselves with is who they in. Um, they become. And if they keep listening to certain things, if certain things are entering their air gate and they're watching certain things and it's allowing them to mimic those things. But I like how you stated that you change your relationship with money. And whenever you change your relationship with money, I think that's beneficial because some someone may have seen poverty all their life and they want to achieve, you know, abundance and prosperity, but they may not know how to get there because it hasn't been taught to them. So what would you say to a person that is in that current statement right now? What, what about how to break out of that cycle? Yes. Okay. Well, the first thing you have to realize is that Everything you're saying that's negative is, is because of subconscious belief. Mm-hmm. It's, the thing, it's the thoughts behind you, the experiences you've had. And sometimes they're not in your experience. Sometimes they're has, what has been told to you by parents or friends. Or, you know, but those are things that are stacked in your subconscious mind. Now, what is the subconscious mind? The subconscious mind, has, have, first of all, it has two jobs to work with you. But I'll tell you the first. The first part of the subconscious mind, it's a stack of present moment memories and experiences that give you a subconscious belief, you know? But 
it is pictures of a, a space and time of your present moment. So if you make your present moment negative or, or in lack, it's getting stacked in your subconscious mind. The other thing that happens back there in your subconscious mind is when you focus on something, your subconscious mind will show you how to get it. And, you know, it's, for instance, I, I am a person who loves Jeeps. So I see Jeeps everywhere. I ha I've had a bunch of them in my lifetime. I've got one in my garage right now, right? <laughs> I love Jeeps. I drive down the road. I see every Jeep on the road. I see every Jeep in every driveway around the corner. Sometimes I'll catch the front of a Jeep uh, sticking out from behind the house. I see Jeeps because my conscious mind is very focused on Jeeps. So I see Jeeps. So your subconscious mind, the two jobs it has is one, to store the memories and, and to give you that subconscious belief. And two, to show you what you're focused on. Here's the bad cycle, though. If you're focused negatively here on lack, you're stacking lack belief in your subconscious mind. But because you're focused here, your subconscious mind up here is showing you lack, right? You have to literally get very present, get very, very present and decide, I am seeing abundance. I am seeing wealth. I am seeing money. I am seeing you know, a joyful experience and a joyful relationship with money and stay there. Because what happens is you stack one moment in your subconscious mind that's positive about money. Then you stack another one. Then you stack another one. And you basically push out all that stuff and you create new subconscious belief. Now, the cool part really is, is because you consciously focus on something good, now your subconscious mind is showing you things, right? So now you're creating a, a never-ending treadmill of positivity and abundance. Mm. But it all depends on you staying right here and staying very present. In the Bible, they say, they say uh, be born again. That means set down your past and start over. You know, wipe the slate clean and move forward. You know, um, If you can wipe your slate clean and move forward, then you can just start stacking these small present moments. Here's the tough part that most people have. They sit in this moment and they look where they want to be, especially when it comes to money. They look at that, that number or whatever, they, whatever number or whatever, even you know, the next dollar coming in. You know, they look at that and they think, how, how do I get to that? But what they're saying is they're saying in this present moment, I can't get to it or it's hard to get to. The interesting thing is you never get to it. And the reason you never get to it is because that's not the way the brain works. You only live in one, one present moment. And it's the, the, this moment where you can do thought, word, and deed. You can't use thought, word, and deed in the future, and you can't use it in the past. You can only do it here. All the future is the place where you set goals for your next present moment. And so by staying very present and stacking your thought, word, and deed, positive relationship with money, you are going to bring this big result to come surround your experience. Because when you do experience it, it's not going to be in the future it's going to be right here in your present moment, right? You can't go to the store next Thursday right now. Right? <laughs> There's only right now, right? So your present moment is sitting here and your past and your, your future are coming like this, but you are always right here. And you've got to stay there and make this the best it can be so the rest of it can change because you're the ones who's creating your experience. I love that, John, because it's like a building block. And whenever you were talking about stacking, I saw the bricks in your background. And it's like, in order to build a, you know, a steady foundation, 
you have to make sure that everything is leveled before you could stack the bricks that will go up on the side of the house and et cetera. But without a steady foundation and clean slate, the bricks will not be able to stand. Right. And, and what makes your foundation of your belief um, fail or be weak is your own belief, your own attitude about whether it's strong or weak. You know, a lot of people sit here and they think I'm not worthy and they smacked oh I'm so, I'm so dumb I'm so dumb right that's why I went bald on <laughs> the top of my head um, but the idea was was that you know I am there's that word again there's words again I am so dumb what did I just say about my present moment that you're making yourself dumb so you have to stop spitting out that rhetoric because if you keep putting it out there you're going to start to believe it and when you start to believe it that internalization is taking root and I know you have a fabulous i think it was the 5f method so the can you can you share what your 5f method is and how did you establish that well when i got out of the hospital well actually let me back up when i was in the hospital um and i read that book by bruce lee it started the process of study uh i studied neurolinguistics i studied hypnosis i studied how the brain works and i combined it with my spiritual studies that i had already been start had already started and I started finding correlations in all of it. And then when I started putting things into practice, things started to formalize. And the five Fs are, are, are very simple. What they actually do is they hack the fight or flight response. They actually break you out of your fear. Now, all negativity in your life is, from, is because of some sort of fear. You know, you're, if you're afraid of something's coming, you're going to be negative. If you're afraid they're going to cheat you, you're going to be negative. You know, that's the way, that's the way negativity works. There's, the world is really built of a, a polarity. It's positive and negative. And you get to choose which side of the scale you're on. So the first thing you have to do is you have to realize that all negative comes from fear. Now, what is fear? Fear is an emotional reaction to some future event that may or may not happen with you focused on a negative outcome. That's all it is. It's negatively focused uncertainty. Because if you weren't negatively focused and you were positively focused, you wouldn't be afraid of nothing. right? <laughs> you'd, you'd be like, oh, no, this would be good. This would be great. No, it's not. But you're because you're negatively focused, you're negatively focused on an outcome that, that's not positive. So it's uncertain. So the first thing you have to do is recognize if you're negative, you're in fear. So first of all, label it. Oh, it's just fear. Now what happens is you're no longer in fear. It's outside and you have an external. Now you have to realize it's also not rooted in your present moment. So it's outside of you. It's, you know, it's in the future and it's an uncertain future that I get to create. So you don't have to worry about it in this moment. Now, how do you, quote unquote, not worry about it? Well, we have a natural physical response to fear. And that is, have you ever watched those National Geographic shows on TV? Yeah. Okay. They, every episode has a doomed gazelle. You know that, right? Right? <laughs> right? That gazelle's out there eating grass in the field. And all of a sudden, the lion hits the field. The first thing the gazelle does is go, <gasps> and gasp for air. Out of fear. <laughs> right? and, it, and if you're if you're a parent and you've ever seen your kid almost fall down the flight of stairs or something, you go, <gasps> you gasp for air. Yeah. It's the same exact thing, right? Right, exactly. So um, people, when they get in fear or negativity, don't feel like they can breathe. I'm so mad. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. It's not that they can't breathe. It's that their body is physiologically storing air so they can run further and faster. It's a primal response. Actors on Broadway are trained that if they forget their lines on stage, they are supposed to exhale 
and relax all their muscles. And it shuts off the fear response and turns the cognitive thinking brain back on and all of their lines rush right back into their head. So the next time you find yourself in a negative state or in fear, take a breathing break, exhale. <sighs> right. And then you just, just release and you let it go. Right. So fearlessness is the first one. Now, when I was on the front lines of Iraq and Afghanistan on those USO tours that I did, I asked soldiers, when you go into a, a situation where you make it shattered or bombs blown up at you, you know, how can you do that? And they, they told me the same thing. They go, all right, we're going to do this thing. So they exhale, right? Yeah. Then they say, but it's also easier because we have an objective. They have something to focus on. So they're fearlessly focused and they're focused on a positive outcome. Right. So they're staying very focused. Now, I can tell you from being a stuntman that when you're standing on top of a three story tower, getting ready to jump off into a fall pad that's three stories down, you're not focused on missing. <laughs> right. You're focused on landing on the pad. Right. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah, OK, I'm going to do that. So you got to get fearlessly and positively focused. Now, we talked about earlier about how when you focus on something positive, you start to see something positive. So you got fearlessly focused. The middle one's the one we've, we've talked about a little bit. Faith, belief, confidence. Now, I don't care whether you get your belief in your spirituality or religion. As long as you have an absolute belief that you're going to get it, going to get what you choose. If you consciously choose. Now, sometimes you have to bypass faith and jump to the next F, which is follow through. Because faith is trust. And trust is developed by results over time. So if you can get into just, just getting started and just start to stack present moment memories and create small little tiny successes, now you're going to start to build the faith that you can succeed. And the more you stack these little things, your faith will build and build as you go. But if you can take the leap of faith and just say, okay, I'm going to believe it. If you, can have, if you have that kind of faith, then you can achieve even quicker, right? But you know, if you can't get it that way, just start doing something that's in, in alignment, even if it doesn't feel like, you, if you feel scary, you got to get yourself out of that box. Because if it's scary, you know, if you're scared about it, you know, you, you have to change that. Exhale, right? <laughs> and the next thing that happens, so you got fearlessly focused with faith, follow through. The last one's flexibility. So if somebody, something comes up that seems contrary to what you're trying to achieve, then you have to stay flexible in that moment and not allow it to stop you. Uh, Bruce Lee used to say, be like water. You know, water's going downhill, comes to a rock, and either goes around it or over it and over time through it. But if you're, if, if you're not flexible, you're going to crash and you're going to get stuck, right? So I said earlier how the subconscious mind shows you what you, the pathway to what you're yeah. focused on. If you're, subcon if you're truly focused on something positive and something, your subconscious mind shows you something that is completely contrary, it's not to stop you. It's to show you the thing that needs to be addressed so you can get to your goal. So just think of this next thing as the thing you have to tackle to get to your goal. And so you go, okay, I either have to incorporate it into what I'm doing, I have to dismiss it because it's no longer useful, or I've got to adjust it so it'll work with what I'm doing. But it's not something to stop you unless you choose to let it be something to stop you. Because it's just like when you order a dessert in a restaurant, you can say, hey, waiter, can I have the tiramisu? Right. And then he, goes, he starts heading to the kitchen. And then halfway to the kitchen, you say, I'll have the ice cream. He's bringing you ice cream, right? Because you changed your mind. So if you change your mind about whether this thing's going to stop you or not, it's going to stop you if, if you choose that. So 
So fearlessly focus with faith, follow through with flexibility. And I want to make sure that your audience is going to get my free gift. And that is the 5F workbook. And uh, when I say free, I mean free. <laughs> I don't charge anything. We'll give you a link and you go there. And there's nothing on that entire website that will sell you a thing unless you're trying to hire me as a speaker, which you can go to the contact form and talk to me that way. But there's no other products on there. And on that page, you don't even have to give an email address to get the download. You just go there and download it. And it's a free book. Today's about bringing value, not taking from you, mm-hmm. because that's what action heroes do. <laughs> so I, make sure I love that. that. And um, as we begin to close, what are your final thoughts, John, for the listeners and audi- audience out there? What um, your call to action? What do you want them to take away from this powerful conversation? Because we covered a lot in this short amount of time. We talked about faith. We talked about overcoming fears. We talked about changing the mindset that you have and watching the words that you release out of your mouth. And we also talked about how you got to where you are. And yes, although you had a traumatic experience, you did not stay there. And that was not a part of you. That happened to you, but it also happened for you. Yeah, well, if I could take everything that I that I talk about, I could make it as simple as I could possibly make it. I would say, first of all, Today's choices are tomorrow's outcomes. Now, you can choose positive or you can choose negative. So just take small present moment successes and start stacking them up, just like yours. Stack it up a toy. Make a big pile, right? Next thing you know, you're going to have everything you want. But you have to realize that if you're in a negative state, it's just fear. Take a breath and exhale. Awesome. And tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you, your first and last name, your email address, and how they could get a free copy of your generous gift today. Okay. So what I want you to do is, is my name is John Davis. Uh, you, can, you can contact me through my, my website on my contact form. That's the best way to get a hold of me. It'll drop into one of my many emails. So don't worry about that. Um, if you go on that website, you're going to find that I also have a daily blog I put out. And that website is corporateactionhero.com. And if you want the gift, you actually have to go to the link for the gift, which is corporateactionhero.com slash gift. All right. And that's how you find that. Um, you'll also find uh, on there that I have a podcast called the Interaction Hero Podcast. Uh, and if you if you get really sneaky and you want to hear about my spiritual side, I also have a, another podcast out there called Spirit Cafe Podcast. But uh, that's not listed on my corporate site. <laughs> um, so you can find that out there as well. But uh, yeah, if you go to corporateactionhero.com, you can find my Facebook, my LinkedIn, my Twitter is all on there. Awesome. Thank you so much. Once again, listeners of Gems with Genesis Omaris Kemp, we just had the pleasure to sit down and chat with John, the corporate action hero, Davis. And until we chat next time, peace, love, and blessings. 